Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. I'm so glad you're here with us for episode number 248 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Sacred Rest, Part 4. Well, we're going to continue with our wonderful time with our special guest, Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. She is a physician and author of Sacred Rest, Recover Your Energy, Renew Your Energy, and Restore Your Sanity. The book that she has written on sacred rest gives the weary permission to embrace rest, set boundaries, seek sanctuary without any guilt, shame, or fear. Hello, Dr. Sandra. Thank you for being with us again this week. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Well, we are so excited with the information that you have been sharing with us. We understand in the book you explain seven areas of rest and how important they are to each one of us. And so this week we want to look at the physical and sensory rest. Can you explain that to us? Yes, the physical rest has to do with, well, let me just say this. Physical rest, first off, it does include sleep, which is the one everybody's familiar with. But the one, the part that I want to focus on today is really the active part of physical rest that includes things like walking, um, that really is the focus is more on improving your muscles, tension, relaxing the muscles, um, increasing your circulation, improving your lymphatics. A lot of times people with a physical rest deficit, they're the ones who, when they, you know, they have jobs maybe where they're sitting for long periods of time, and so at the end of the day their neck hurts, their back hurts, their feet are swollen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the real issue is is that they're not allowing their bodies to stay fluid. The body restores itself. You know, we talked about in the beginning, rest should really equal restoration. So mm-hmm. the body restores itself through the blood. The blood recirculates and it moves along with the lymphatics, and what happens is that allows the the muscles and the joints and the nerves and the tendons to all be rejuvenated. The problem Mm -hmm. is when you're sitting for long periods, or you say stagnant for long periods of time in the same position, it's not getting good blood flow, and it's not able to properly restore itself. So one simple thing is just to make sure that you're doing some regular breaks to get up from the desk if you're, you know, if you have an eight-hour job where you're sitting, particularly mm-hmm. now that people are spending a lot of time at home, stay at the same spot, you know, for four hours without getting up and, and kind of helping your circulation move. Woo, that's something that I have to really be mindful of because I sit a lot in front of the computer. I study a lot, and I have to make sure that I get up. And sometimes, to tell you the truth, I can get so engrossed in my work that when I go to get up, I feel a little stiff, which is let me know I've been sitting too long. 
And yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I I'm guilty. And and one <laughs> of the other <laughs> one of the other things is I brought this little thing. It's called I don't have it right in front of me. It's called QB or whatever, where you can try to. It's not a big elliptical, but a little elliptical under your desk where you can at least try to work the big muscles. Yes. And so I try to do that to try to help myself out because I do sit a lot in front of the computer. And one thing to consider would be something that we call, some of the research um, that I applied with this talks about something called flow break cycles. So basically it's just not allowing yourself to flow, which is what you're doing. You get in a flow where you're studying and you're studying good and it's like, oh, you know, you're really getting into it. That's mm-hmm. flow. And then you want to have a break. So the flow break cycle says I'm going to allow myself to flow for, let's say, two hours. That's the maximum they require, they, they recommend. So mm-hmm. 120 minutes I'm going to flow, and then I'm going to give myself a 15-minute reprieve, break, between mm-hmm. each period of flow. Boy, and that's, that's what, really good. That's, yeah, and that's really what uh, they found, actually. People are way more productive because the, the longer you try to flow without taking a break, you get, even though you don't know it, um, when your body starts aching, the quality of your work and the quality of that study is going down because subconsciously your body's going to be responding to the discomfort that it's now entering into. I believe that because sometimes I can, when I stay at the computer too long, I can feel a little fatigue when I'm done. So I've sat too long, I guess, at that point. I'll have to put that in into practice. That's a great tip. Yes. I hope you put a lot of these in practice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, most definitely, Dr. Sandra. I didn't just mean that one, but I'm just saying that one struck really hard deep to the core. <laughs> and then the sensory rest, you know, with sensory rest, that's one that we don't think about too often because you mentioned sitting at the computer, which is a good kind of lead-in to that. You know, the longer you're sitting, particularly depending on how bright your screen is, some people notice at the end of the day their eyes are tired. You know, I can't mm-hmm. really describe it. It's like their eyes are painful. They have that eye strain. Sensory rest is all of the things that affect our senses. So it's the bright lights. It's the computer screens. It's the blue light coming off of the electronics. Uh, it's the background sounds. You know, I mm. love praise and worship music, and I'm, I'm oftentimes playing it in the background. But I have to be mindful that, you know, silence is, is something I need to be appreciating too. <laughs> and I, there shouldn't be nonstop sound in my head all day long. Mm-hmm. And so you have to just be mindful of that. That uh, And for many people, depending on the type of work that they do, a lot of people come home from the end of their work day with a little bit of underlying anxiety that they can't explain, why am I anxious? I'm not, you know, fearful of anything. I'm not scared of anything. Oftentimes that can be a sign of a sensory rest overload syndrome. If you're working in very um, sensory toxic environments, People are talking in the background. Phones are ringing. Bright lights are on 24-7. Everybody's wearing perfumes and different hand lotions and smells are going through the air. You can leave a work day in sensory overload and come home gripe, you know, griping and yelling at your family because that whole drive home yeah. played the news or played music rather than just turning all of that off and mm-hmm. letting your senses reset. So then I guess that's how the work environment affects you in regards to rest then. Absolutely. The work environment has a huge effect on our ability to rest because depending on what your work environment looks like can really dictate which type of rest you're more likely to be deficient in. Uh, For example, teachers, 
have a tendency to be deficient in creative rest, which we'll talk about later, as well as social rest that we talked about last week, because they're Mm -hmm. interacting and, you know, they're having to be creative and coming up with lesson plans, and then they're interacting with people that are pulling from them. The students Mm -hmm. are pulling from their education to gain more education. And Mm so um, ministers, Ministers are pouring out through those relationships. And so I find a lot of times um, ministry leaders will find a, a deficit in the emotional and, and social rest, main reason being because they are always kind of seen as the person with all the spiritual answers. And so there is very little faith and grace for them to share when they are dealing with depression or anxiety or something of that nature. They, they don't feel the liberty to really have that emotional rest with others. So true. That is so true. Now, I know in the previous podcast you went into depth in regard to explaining your method of R-E-S-T, rest, using that acrostic, R-E-S-T. In regards now to the physical and sensory, is there anything else that you would like to share in regards to the R-E-S-T method? Well, the main one that I would like to kind of dive in on a little bit with that one would just be the application, uh, the today's application, the T part. Uh, we kind of talked about some of the different how to recognize it for yourself. But the mm-hmm. application of that, specifically the physical part, you know, we talked about flow break flow break cycle thing is to just be mindful that really walking solves a lot of the physical rest deficits, not the kind of walking where you're trying to, you know, um, get your Fitbit to, you know, click off all of those things. It's, it's just a leisure walk. It's the type of walk that's just to allow yourself to feel restored and to feel renewed. You go as slow as you want and let your body kind of just enjoy the process of movement. And as far as sensory, um, one thing to keep in mind is um, many of us, when we go to bed at nighttime, we're going to bed right after having used our electronics and, you know, all of our different stuff. Mm-hmm. All of the science says that we really need to have a bit of a break between the electronics and when we try to go to sleep. So mm. something that I really love to have people do is have a set time. You know, they recommend an hour, but for many people that's just not realistic. I give yourself 20 minutes where you shut off the TV, you shut off the, you know, the, your computer, and you just take those 20 minutes to just to get before God, just to, you know, be thankful for the day you've had, to mm-hmm. just be in his presence, to kind of uh, combine some of that spiritual rest, that just time with him along with that sensory rest of just kind of laying in the bed in darkness, um, laying on the bed, stretching a little bit. These things can be combined in such a way that it actually eases you into that sweet, deep sleep that most of us are craving. Oh, well, again, here we go. Wonderful week of information. I'd like to share Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30 in closing. It says, Come unto me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Well, thank you again, Dr. Sandra, and I hope that all of you will tune in to next week so that we can continue on the last two areas of rest. And in the meantime, smile. Jesus loves you. 
Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.